Welcome to Breaking Form, a podcast of poetry and culture. I'm Aaron Smith. And I am James Allen Hall. For those uh, listening for the first time, uh, we do this show in segments. We do literary games. We revisit books that we love. We gossip. We do. We interview. We shade. We laugh. And we are not for everyone. Okay, Aaron, so this week we are playing my favorite game, Linda, Linda, Linda. <laughs> and we um, know we love the video. The little girl's like, I'm going to tell you something, Linda. I love that. Listen here, Linda. Yeah. Um, the little girl gives me life. I love her. I love her too. All right. So I'm going to read three different poems. Okay. Um, I'm not going to read the whole poems. I'm just going to feed you lines from, from these poems. And you have to guess which poet uh, named Linda. Um, wrote it and and I, and I get like three is it like no 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 oh i just have to guess like you i don't get a multiple i don't get like so it's linda i'm guessing linda greg gregerson and hall would be my That's, guess you absolutely nailed it okay and not linda hogan not linda bogan <laughs> i think it's hogan isn't it there's two bogan i think is her oh linda, linda is it linda bogan isn't it Anyway, here's the game. <laughs> well, it's not her. <laughs> it's not Linda Vogue, and we know that because we don't know if she exists. Um, all right. So this is the I'm going to give you the title of the poem. Okay. And then this is the start of this poem. The, the title is uh, Sostenuto. Night or what they have of it at altitude like this and filtered air. What was in my lungs just an hour ago is now in yours there's only so much air to go around they're making more people my father would say but nobody's making more land oh it's hard because in my head it's between gregerson and hall but okay. i think it's gregerson it's gregerson Yay! Oh! it was the pacing there was something about the the pacing that just felt very it was it was lush like hall but it was it was the pacing. And I Linda Gregerson actually titled a poem in my first book. Is that true? Yes. So I was at Vermont Studio Center and um, Robert Creeley was there and Bridget Kelly was supposed to come and mm. she couldn't be there. And they called up Linda Gregerson and she just came, like just showed up, which was so mm. great. And we did a little workshop. She's so smart. I mean, I was 23 or 20. I just turned 24 during the thing. She was so lovely. And she met with us one-on-one -on -one and she was so generous. I just remember how sweet she was. And I was reading my poem Valedictory and it was called something else. She's like, and she, I, she talked with her hand. She was so great. And she's like, this poem is really a valedictory. And I called it valedictory. And it's like, oh. I, and I, I met, I met her later when I worked for MLA and she was on the board and I said something to her and she was really great. She didn't re you know, remember it, obviously, but it was just so great. I always think about her in such a favorable way because she um, titled my poem. She once visited a class I was teaching and um, a student asked the same question that the previous student had asked. Mm -hmm. And um, before I could be like, uh, you don't do that to... <laughs> Yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. Uh, she said, well, that's a, you know, in a similar vein of what the person just asked. And then mm -hmm. she said, well, let me 
let me maybe tack on a little bit to what my answer was. And she just deepened the answer. It was very generous. So generous. And it she's was, she's yeah. so fucking smart. And one of her books, she has she writes about the movie Magnolia, where they mm. like the heroes mm-hmm. lost his gun. And it's like my new favorite movie. And I'm like, the fact that she loves Magnolia just makes her even more incredible. All right. So this one is called uh Insect Life of Florida. I'd see them clustered yellow blue their shells enameled hard as the sky before the rain all that summer my second from city to city my young father drove the black coop through humid mornings i'd wake to like fever parceled between luggage and sample goods afternoons showers drummed the roof my parents silent for hours even then i knew Something of love was cruel, was distant. Linda Gregg. That is Linda Hall. How the fuck? It felt so, is it early Linda Hall? And it's in the middle of the poem, but like that. Oh, so it wasn't the full poem. It's not the full poem. That would be. Because I I do think it was like the length of it's like, that's Linda Hall. Like she, she puts like, um. A lifesaver in a mouth and doesn't stop till that lifesaver is gone. I know <laughs> that's what they true. say about preachers, yeah. old country preachers. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. They say what it is like. He put a button in his mouth today. Have you heard this? Because <laughs> it doesn't. Because it never dissolves, and he just kept going. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's that, true. And she loves to go on a syntactical tear. Yeah. Oh, I, I love, and I think she's brilliant. But it felt, yeah, it felt Linda Gregg. It didn't feel as lush as it. Like immediately when you said the title, I thought, I thought Linda Gregg. I did. It was like. Yeah. yeah. And it, did it talk about Florida? Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, color right, me, so, color me lost on that. Oh, one. that's okay. No, but Linda Gregg and Linda Hall, I feel like are really like almost twinsies. Listen to you trying to console me. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't, don't patronize no, do. me. No, <laughs> no, no not, I feel no. like I actually feel like all three of them have something like not on the page, not on the page. I, I think Hall oh. and Gregerson are more similar on the page. Yep. In many ways, yep. I think Gregerson's more difficult than Hall. People don't often think that I people. I don't know. We I don't think that I think Gregerson's more difficult because mm-hmm. there's a philosophical aspect yeah. that, that goes through it, whereas Hall has she's kind of narrative. Wouldn't you say she's narrative, yeah. but she's oh, just absolutely. so full of images. Yeah, and then, I mean. The dramatic situation of the of the of the Gregerson poem, the uh, Sostenuto, is night. Period. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're in a plane, and then yep. suddenly we're in a bathtub with her daughters. Like, yeah, it's it's, that's so her. Yeah, it's so her. And right? then, um, and then Greg is usually just these beautiful lyrics where, like, you just have this moment of like, oh God, how did that happen for me? Right, that's well, what I feel like. So here's a Linda Greg poem. I mean, I think we. We know the next one is Linda Gregg. Mm-hmm. Well, it's unless tiny. you're going to do a trick, unless you do a trick on me. I and... won't do a trick on you. Okay. I won't pull out the rug from under you. Or <laughs> Thank ask you. you how many Don't humiliate me with. anymore. I, th- I thought I was going to nail it after I got Gregerson. So, yeah, oh, I won't ask you now how many people you slept with before you were 30. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. All right. So here's a poem by Linda Gregg. It's the whole thing. Uh, it's called The Lamb. It's uh, in a book called Chosen by the Lion. It was a picture I had after the war a bombed English church. I was too young to know the word English or war, but I knew the picture. The ruined city still seemed noble. 
The cathedral with its roof blown off was no less godly. The church was the same, plus rain and sky. Birds flew in and out of the holes God's fist made in the walls. All our desire for love or children is treated like rags by the enemy. I knew so much and sang anyway, Mm. like a bird who will sing until it is brought down. When they take away the trees, the child picks up a stick and says, this is a tree, this the house and the family, as we might, through a door of what had been a house into the field of rubble walks a single lamb tilting its head, curious, unafraid, hungry. I would have known that's Linda Gregg. Like that, if you would have started, I just know it's beautiful. I even had a poetry, mm, like a little poetry, a yeah, little poetry yeah. gasm, which I, I always one, find. I had one or two in yours. Yeah. I uh-huh. hate, I always feel so, it's like you, it's like the, um, in the mock orange humiliating premise of union, I think how Louise Glick talks about sex that, does, that yeah. cry. And I'm like, that's what I feel like at a poetry read. He's like, damn it. <laughs> People know that I have feelings. Um, but yeah, no, it's beautiful. I love that. I love Linda, Linda, Linda. I do feel like, um, yeah, it all makes sense. He said to me, I'm going to punish I want to revisit this week a poem by Mark Doty called Homo Will Not Inherit, because I've got a lot of queer rage to deal with. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. I encountered that poem, I think, in the 90s, Um, maybe maybe even in Atlantis, maybe when I bought that book. Same. Um, I saw an article about Mark in Out Magazine. I was in college. And the article said something like the one poet that nobody has anything bad to say about. And I oh. went to Walden Books in Clarksburg, West Virginia, and had to order it specially because it was the pre days of, you know, every being able to access anything. And I got it and I found that poem. And I remember just like reading it and reading it. And it still yields. Like even you're reading it now, I'm always like thinking about some new movement and it's some some gesture that I didn't pay, you know, that I paid attention to, but just like speaks out to me differently. Someone's posted a Xeroxed headshot of Jesus permed, blonde, blurred at the edges, as though photographed through a greasy lens and inked beside him in marker strokes. Homo will not inherit. Repent and be saved. I always love Jesus permed, <laughs> blonde, and blurred at the blurred edges. at the edges. It sounds like Jesus really got his blowout. You well, know? also it's like Jesus is afraid to post a good picture on Scruff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know the one where the guy's just like this blurry face, you know, and is just like afraid. Yeah, 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 yeah. God knows what he's doing behind those pixels. It's sort of a difficult poem, like as far as like you have to pay attention to it. I'm thinking more when I teach it, like, you know, it, it has a lot of like, like, I guess the sides, is that the right, I'm thinking like it goes different totally places. Totally has all those dashes to open up that third space, right? Yeah. And I love that. Cause it's like, not only am I in my fucking body, but I'm smarter than you. <laughs> 
know? And I love that. It's like it's that part um, for fuck me. You. Yeah, it's like, fuck you. And I'm smarter than you. And I have been fucked better and harder than you ever will be by nameless people who are hotter than your husband who only mansplains and does not manscapes. You know, does not manscape. <laughs> <laughs> it really it really is like i will be yeah i will be more sublime than you could ever think of mm-hmm. right i will yeah that's the, in my in my fucking in my fucking you know yeah like that's all of that it's the language and, and also it's like the ability to describe it because it's like you know it's like the moment where it's like i'm going to tell you the story and it's almost like the, the the diction there it's like what you imagine like the dirty story and i'm not quoting it exactly mm-hmm. i'm just sort of chatting with you And I'll tell you, you who can't wait to abandon your body, what you want me to. Maybe something like you've imagined. A dirty story. But it's like, for those of you who are too stupid, I'll just go ahead and break it down for you. (laughs) Do I need to say it? I love that moment where he... Yeah. You know, Mark can write all these beautiful, like, Marquis, Perry, Mm -hmm. like, all these very close rhymes where the... The music like imitates that kind of catching fire, right? Mm-hmm. Like these little fires that just start sparking everywhere. So the whole poem's on fire. And then he can just mm-hmm. break into, oh, sweetie, do I need to say mm-hmm. it to you? Are you that dumb? <laughs> you say that like you read that article about like a poet nobody could say anything bad about because I feel like I've been, you know, in spaces where people felt like they were safe enough to talk about Mark Doty badly. Mm, like negatively? Negatively. Like I remember a bread loaf where I was working. So maybe I shouldn't have repeat this, but fuck it. Um, yeah. Fuck it. Like, and he was on the faculty and another faculty member talked about like how his poems were overwritten. But don't you feel like that is like, um, <laughs> here's, here's where my homophobia. <laughs> yes, yeah, I do. But, Aaron, thank you but, for asking homophobia. But here, but here is, here's why this is our podcast. Um, it's like how Taylor Swift started getting backlash when she got so famous. <laughs> it's like, I feel like he was just so famous too. Everyone was just jealous. You know, it was like this sort of singular voice like comes out. Everyone's just sort of like, you know, jealous he he was getting so known, right? I mean, obviously, I think homophobia is like under yeah. it all, well, I, but I think about William Logan um reviewing I think it was Atlanta, so he reviewed and called said that Mark was prancing across the page. I will never forgive William Logan for writing the word <laughs> prancing. <laughs> Well, I mean, and maybe also for thinking that he could review something that he clearly can't write. Oh, I went there. I don't care. I don't, it's not the I don't, red wine. I, I don't. I don't care either. Um, do yeah, people really think he's a poet, though. Like, really, do people think? Oh, William Logan's book is out. I need to read that to know like how to hone my craft. Like they read so, his reviews. But right? do so many poets think that? Any <laughs> about many oh, people? Girl. <laughs> I went there too. Well. I think that like, I do think, here's the thing. I think sometimes when he reviews things, he does have things 
that are insightful, but he's so interested in being hateful that his critiques get lost. Because I I think the flip side is, is that we don't have anyone who really reviews honestly either. So the flip side is we get hatefulness or everything's a a fucking brilliant. Everyone's a genius. And that's not accurate either. Well, that's true. And maybe I was being a little hateful in my, my opinion of William Logan's poetry. He has one line that my friend, the Pope Miguel Murphy was telling me, reminded me of where he says the moon is Chanel. I do like that. Well, that's well, good for him for prancing across the page a little. <laughs> I know. And forgive my, I'm sorry, oh. listener. I'm sorry, dear listener. My dog has a allergy. So she's coughing. I don't she's know why she, also she came adorable. up, she came up to the room and decided to cough. She's also, oh. she's also like, fuck you, William Logan. <laughs> do you want to tell us the story of that poem though? The Mark poem? Oh, this is so when I lived in Boston in 1998 to 2000, I was friends with the poet Michael Carter and he studied with Mark and he he like is mentioned in Heaven's Coast. Like he was um, I think he lived with Linda Hall for a little bit. Like he was part of that friends friendship community there. Mm. And if I remember, I can ask Michael, he's on Facebook, but he said something to Mark, like you, you find it easier to write about drag queens than you do to write about sex. So then Mark wrote this poem and dedicated it to Michael. So it's like, if you, if like in the anthologies, it's like, there's like the mm. asterisk from Mike, Michael Carter. Mm. And I think it's in Atlantis too. Like, I think he actually, it's probably in there. Mm. I love, I will say, I also love Mark Doty's poems about drag queens. Sure. Yeah. And I don't think Michael didn't either. My guess would be they They were friends. My guess would be, it's yeah. like, you know, you can do that so much do you this. Know, easier. Yeah. than you, then you do that. So, Uh-oh. all right, Aaron Smith. <laughs> all right. What do, all right. Now tell me, I'm still laughing about William Logan and prancing. I mean, William Logan, what a drag name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say what a drag. Can I tell you how, like, I'm not even high or drunk and I have zero fucks to give today either. So whatever. <laughs> it's just that I have experienced such queer. Girl, I have needed, today. I have needed this space of truth that we have created. So hang on cool. to your wigs, ladies. <laughs> I have to say. I got a wig underneath my wig. Thank you. Um. Yeah, no, that's very, I just think we can say what a drag name after anyone's name. And it'll be funny. Oh, what did I type to you? And it totally ch- said it's it was Margarita Richardson. It was like a total typo or something. And I was obsessed. I left it. I don't <laughs> know what I was saying. I'm like, oh, my drag name's Margarita Richardson. I love it. Hey, James, welcome to the fact check. So the first thing right off the bat, I got cracked up. We were trying to figure out the Lindas and there, I knew there was, I just started like questioning myself. Linda Hogan is a poet and an essayist and a novelist. And then I think we were confusing. We were thinking of Louise Bogan, the poet Louise Bogan. And oh, yeah. And she was just, just information. She was actually born in August, 1897 and died in February 7th, 1970. But um, yeah, I've read her poems before. I just, I just wanted to sort of clear that up. Um, and Linda, 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 also, I reference a poem written by Linda Gregerson, where she talks about the movie Magnolia, which if you haven't seen it, I don't think you've seen it. I think you confess that. I have not it seen it. Is that <laughs> yes, it is. You need to see it. Um, it's from her book, Waterborne, and the poem is called pa- Passover, 
So I think that uh, just some mm. people want to look it up. So Aaron, I found out, I fact-checked this a little bit better, and uh, William Logan doesn't say prancing across the page. He says preening. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, you got, let's redo the whole episode. We mis- misattributed his homophobia. <laughs> yeah, and it was in a, a review of Mark Doty's book, Source. Um, mm. And I posted the receipts in the show notes so people can go and look there. Mm. So I emailed my friend Michael when we talked about Mark's homo will not inherit. And I did. And I oh, said, did. was it that you said to Mark that he is more comfortable writing about drag queens than sex? And he wrote back, yes, that's right. It might have been more comfortable writing about wigs than sex. Isn't that fun? Oh, so that's oh yeah, Michael God, Carter, yeah. the poet. And Do you own any wigs, Aaron? No, I I did wig one. Did wig once. I did. I did drag <laughs> once and wore a blue wig and bought it just for that. And then, in the same time in my life, my friend Brian and I bought a share wig and we would lip sync around my apartment and we went to a share concert and we got in the convertible and we wore the wig in the convertible while we drove to the concert. <laughs> Do you own wigs? <laughs> yes. Back and forth. Well, he was standing up a lot oh my God. with the wig on. Like I was, yeah. Oh. I was, I think I was driving and he was, driving? he was standing up. That's amazing. How many friends named Brian? I think when you, you get with gay have? men, it's like everyone has a Brian or mul- multiple. <laughs> Everyone's had multiple Brian's. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. I do not own a wig myself. And did you have a drag name when you did this? I know we're doing facts. I think I think I went with beyond too. a doubt. I think that's what I did then. <laughs> <laughs> I also, I but I also feel like in the I show, haven't. I kept going with, um, was I saying Margarita Richardson? That, that was just a, 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 a check that wasn't, that was like a, a spell check that I actually really love. And I have another drag name, but I'm not going to say it now because I don't want to have to record this again, but I'll tell you off air. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So Would that is our, beautiful. our fact check. And. Well, thank you. Or setting, setting the record, record. Yeah, that we have to find a better way to say that that's such low-hanging fruit like your balls <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you beat me to it oh don't tell everybody all my secrets i'm hung like a hamster you said you're hung like a hamster <laughs> like a light switch yeah okay on that note (laughs) yeah bye hey everyone Uh, if you enjoyed today's show please go to the apple store search for our podcast and leave a five star review and if you didn't please remember we're not for everyone well, should I should I stop recording first?